To uh, do we call this that's a wrap? It's called that's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Okay, it's, a wrap. it's been like a full summer, so really I've forgotten everything. And now that I'm technically staff, I I, I don't feel concerned with memorizing the name of uh, club activities. Um, <laughs> it's it's a wonderful transition. Glad to hear it. <laughs> Back in the studio today, we have Professor uh, Doctor Daniel Gleason. That's right. Congratulations. Hey, thanks. Uh, and Nathaniel Akarma. That's right. That resident senior. Um, <laughs> and today we have, wow, we have a lot of stuff to talk about today. This summer was quite eventful in, in the world of uh, rap. Might, might have been eventful in the world of rock in general, but I, I stopped paying attention to that, unfortunately. I feel like a bad music fan. But gosh, there was so much that happened. Um, out, of, out of all the events, out of all the, the releases, everything, what's, what's stuck up in your mind? So my biggest one from the summer had to be This Is America, Childish Gambino. Right. Um, so that came out, and the video, the visual text of that was the thing that had everybody buzzing. Right, so, yeah. um, you know, like a million different hidden messages, very socially and politically conscious. Um, so I liked it on that level. Um, on the music level, I, was, I wasn't as into it, um, but uh, I thought it was a really like, sophisticated art piece uh, in that way. So I like Childish Gambino's This Is America. And then he ended the summer with Summer Feeling, I think was the name of it, or Feels Like Summer, mm -hmm. Feels Like Summer. Um, and so that had like that the, kind of the cartoon of basically every rapper in the game right now yeah. and it was a very chill feeling and the music was was kind of like this head bobbing thing and there's there's no real rapping on it it's just a, it's a nice song yeah. it's like a a nice kind of groove so um definitely nod my head to uh, to that one a little bit enjoyed that so yeah. those those were my my two big summer ones that i liked yeah it's kind of adorable seeing the drawings of like trippy red and Lil pump being, yeah like kids being kids with and and and, yeah every old head's the adult and like <laughs> going back and forth doing their barbecue and such and like in the front yard is all the new school like SoundCloud kids sitting around talking to each other. No yeah. It's, it's great. Yeah, yeah, it was real clever. I think two of mine were um, Kid See Ghosts, mm. which was this experimental thing that yeah. um, uh, Kanye did with some, with some kids over there and I really enjoyed it. I liked how it seemed to be. There were some tracks where it was where it sounded like it was in the studio where an exec was talking with one of the rappers and like explaining like, no, 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 you just do this and this and this for like two and a half minutes, you got a song. Yeah. And I don't know, I, I enjoyed it. It was it was refreshing, a little different. Yeah. I also like to see um, Kanye's latest um, and the downfall. Oh, <laughs> the downfall. The, <laughs> maybe not the downfall, but not he's not on the upswing so far with his... Um, What's his latest EP or album called? What was it called? It's it called just, Yay. Just called Yay. Yeah, it was like a mini album. It was like a mini album where he talks about how he's got like bipolar and he's yeah. just not doing. The opening he's, track he's good, is just man. about killing someone. Yeah. Like it's like it's like the, we're gonna get to Eminem, but like his first two albums, there are tons of songs where Eminem's talking about killing people. The opening track to Yay is like that, except without the obvious 
I don't want to call Persona, it humor, but like macabre yeah. humor of it all. He just sounds like, yeah, I'm thinking about killing someone today. And it sounds it was, like kind of like himself. Yeah, it was That's weird. It was trippy. Yeah. yeah. It was it was interesting. But that yeah. was right after his like tweet storm of like positive vibes too. Yeah, it's, it's weird. <laughs> but Yay was not the only thing that Yay put out this summer. He had hands in five things. He had his own album and had his hands deep inside four other things. One of them, Kid See Ghosts with Kid Cudi, who has been taking a beating recently. Um, mm. I can't remember how his last album was received, um, Something Something in Demon's Land, but his album before that, Speed and Bullet to Heaven, was roasted by pretty much every music journalist that I saw. Like, if, if you check the Wikipedia page, it says, like, the Metascore and, like, every review listed under that's all, like, incredibly subpar. I felt bad for him, so I was worried about that. And I know that Kanye can be, like, polarizing. Sometimes he can be great. Sometimes he can be garbage. But I thought Kid Sea Ghost was a really good balance between that, especially the opening track. There were some weird moments on the opening track where he starts just, like, ad-libbing, but as he's ad-libbing, they're throwing on this really dense, crushed instrument hits. I thought that was... Mm. That was really that's really fun to listen to. Like I, I love listening to that while running. But he also had a hand in Pusha T's album Daytona, um, Nas's last album Nasir or Nasir, which is uh, a great one. Yeah, I did not take the time to listen to that, no, uh, unfortunately. I. And I don't know how many people listen to Tiana Taylor's album uh, KTSE, but don't even know who that is. Exactly right. <laughs> um, she was in his music video for Fade, which I recommended no one watch. Uh, it's basically pornography. But it's a very good song. <laughs> um, it's a very good song. Uh, but she had her own album, and he had a huge hand in the production on that. So Kanye had a very prolific summer. Um, it was it was a good time for him. Other things that that dropped. Travis Scott dropped his last album, Astro World, which got some pretty generally like uh, good reactions. Like we said, Childish Gambino with. Um, Summertime Magic, I think, was what it was called. Summertime, oh, okay. Yeah, Summertime Magic. Um, uh, and This Is America, of course. Yeah. This Is America, a big thing people talked about. Yeah. Um, then there was uh, Drake's album Scorpion, yep. which mm. I have not listened to because I mm. do not care about Drake. <laughs> There's like one or two good songs that yeah. kind of make they, you work I mean, out better. Yeah. It, it's not good. When he when he drops a song that becomes a meme, that's when you're like, oh, that happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, then there was a, gosh, there was Cardi B dropped an album before the year was over. I didn't listen to that. I, I'm going to mention a bunch of things that I know very few of us listen to, but just acknowledging that them happen, that they happened. Um, Juice World, new new guy in the scene, essentially. He, he is the next step, I think, in emo rap. Like, that is mm. that is the new swing. Um, and Lil, with Lil Pete being what I think a lot of us could call the beginning of that, who died at the end of last semester, um, who overdosed, uh, which uh, is, is whenever an artist dies, it's always a horrible thing. Mm -hmm. um, he was controversial to a yep. lot of people, but the death of an artist is always pretty sad. Um, and recently, Mac Miller also mm -hmm. overdosed, and he's gone. And uh, he just he dropped a, a new album recently. He was on NPR's Tiny mm -hmm. Desk concert, yep. which was uh, actually a decent performance. Mm -hmm. um, XXX and XXX Tentacion was shot over the summer, and that wow that that turned like the new school of hip-hop on its head yeah. for a while because he was a controversial figure already. He is a he is a very, very controversial person, not just musically but socially as well. So when that happened, tons of things, tons of things went up in the air. But um, In the mainstream, too, you had uh, the Carters album the Carters, as well. So, yeah. And the, the big video shot in the Louvre. Yeah. Um, so that was another one where I felt like the visual – 
was actually better than the song. I think the song was was not that great, but the um, all of those like um, classic paintings. I mean, like yeah. you've got Beyonce in front of the Mona Lisa. So I thought that was kind of a cool um, artistic vision in that one. Yeah. Um, uh, was it was it uh, ASAP Rocky? Someone who's been around for. Um, a little, not as not as long as uh, the the more old school people, but definitely he's newer than a lot of the new school. He dropped a he dropped an album. Uh, Denzel Curry dropped an album. Someone who I love dearly, and I thought that album was great. Uh, Big Crit dropped an album that I we didn't get to talk about, but it's something I really want to get to at some point. Uh, forever, forever is a mighty long time. Heard some great things about that. Then your your favorite, Gene Gray. Yeah, everything's fine. Yeah, with Quale Chris. And Ron Swanson. With wait, Nick Offerman? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Please tell me the Duke Silver makes an appearance. No, it's I mean, it's <laughs> it's awesome. So he does like a a spoken word thing on it. So it's a cool concept album. Oh, that sounds yeah. fantastic. Um it's it's really good. I mean she's a she's a, a lyrical um, lyrical miracle. Lyrical miracle, um, <laughs> and the the album is definitely like a consciousness album. Uh, but Gene Gray can spit it, and it was hilarious to hear that uh, Nick Offerman. <laughs> kind of, I think it's like maybe uh, the second to last track on the album, but yeah. that was need, pretty cool. It was a collaboration. I need to listen to that. Yeah. Um, there was also uh, YG dropped "Stay Dangerous," uh, which um, I think was received pretty well. He had that single "Big Bank," which I really enjoy. Uh, Kyle. Someone who was on the Double XL freshman list from last year dropped his first album, which was pretty good. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's a moment in music, but it was it was fun. It was sweet. Um, Playboy Cardi, one of the most emblematic of the of the new school mumble rappers, dropped an album, and that was received differently by pretty much everyone who heard it. Uh, uh, Six Nine or Takashi Six Nine dropped a mixtape, and it's garbage um, because <laughs> Takashi's garbage. Uh, <laughs> Lil Skies, I don't care much about him, but he dropped an album. I want to mention it for anyone who cares. 88 Rising, a new label, dropped a compilation album. They're the ones who have signed uh, Joji, who is a um, former YouTuber, uh, Filthy Frank, turned rapper and mm. singer, which is actually really weird because he's doing a decent job. Everybody wants to sing now. I know. Everybody wants to sing not, now. Not many of them do they it well. They want to auto-tune that. Yeah. Not, not many of them do it well, um, yeah. but he had a track that came out really recently, uh, Slow Dancing in the Dark, which was actually great. Uh, they also signed Rich Brian, who was a meme rapper for a while, who turned out to actually be pretty darn skilled for like an 18-year-old Indone- uh, Indonesian kid. Um, Lecrae and Zaytoven, I've never heard of Zaytoven, but they dropped an album, Let the Trap Say Amen, which I think is kind of funny. <laughs> oh my. Which I think, is, I think is a funny title. It makes me interested. Just the title makes me interested. Um, Trippy Red, one of the other... Uh, People that's really big in the in the new school mumble rap scene dropped an album. I listened to like a few tracks from it. I don't like him in general because he sounds like a seal. Um, <laughs> sucks to be him. Uh, and Nicki Minaj dropped something, but I don't care about her at all, so I'm not going to pay attention. Um, and then my man, Ski Mask the Slump God, dropped Beware <laughs> the Book of Eli, and it's weird, and it makes very little sense, and I listen to it all of the time. Because that boy beware can, the book, the of, book Eli. of Eli. It is it is like eighteen <laughs> minutes long, and it is he. Oh my gosh, he he busts out a line which includes giggity giggity. Like he he sounds like Quagmire off of Family Guy. Like he is he is 
just the most ridiculous person. Um, he and Trippy Red were both in the 2018 Double XL freshman list from this summer. I don't know if you guys pay attention to that, but Double XL, mm. a one of the one of the rap magazines that come out, they have a list every summer of who they believe are going to be the next big things in rap. They're wrong a lot of the time, but some of their earlier picks included uh, Kendrick Lamar, Hobson, Mac Miller, Meek Mill, um, <laughs> Iggy Azalea. I'm pretty sure Macklemore was on there and maybe Machine Gun Kelly. Um, I might be wrong about Macklemore, but I think Machine Gun Kelly was. Recently, they had XXX uh, Tentacion and Amine, who has dropped two projects since then, and they have been pretty well received, um, as, as well as Kyle, uh, Boogie with the Hoodie, which I haven't heard anything from recently. And this last year, they had, most notably, Lil Pump, Smoke Perp, Black Boy JB, Trippy Red, um... Ski Master Slump God, Wi-Fi's Funeral, J.I., um, not J.I.D., well, they had J.I.D., YBM Namir, and Stefflon Don. Now, some of those people I had never heard of. Stefflon Don is uh, British, I'm pretty sure. She sounds really, really British, um, which you can hear in most British rappers' voices, but she, she was interesting. YBM Namir was, they, they all had freestyles, and they all do ciphers. That's part mm. of the deal. But the one person out of that I think people should pay attention to, and this isn't just being subjective about the kind of music I like, is J.I.D. or J.I.D., who had an album last year. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was called. I think it was called Never Story. But he is, one, it, like his, his production is great, and I love production, but he is also more lyrically dense, interesting, and introspective than pretty much every other uh, new school artist that I've heard. Hmm. Um, someone who I actually think you'd really enjoy. Cool, he has cool. a new album coming out soon. Uh, his track Never was very, very good. He dropped a single called 151 Rum, which has a really weird flow, but it's also really great. Um, I just think people should pay attention because he's he had the undoubtedly best freestyle and cypher performance because he, he is, I think, the best freestyler I've heard in a long time. Right off the top of his head, incredible. Hmm. Um, he had this... Uh, Really great line, like, we don't let bygones be bygones, we buy guns and squeeze like a python. And, nice. Which that's I thought a good was one. Yeah. Really, yeah, yeah, good, that's really a good well line. pulled together. Um, uh, and quickly mentioning some underground things that happened. Um, Princess Nokia dropped 1992, which was really weird, and I enjoyed it. JPEG Mafia, who has been around for a while, dropped an album called Veteran, uh, which was received well by a bunch of people. Armin Hambert, who have been around for a while, have also dropped an album called Paraffin. Um, Hermit and the Recluse, which I think people who are fans of of rap that is mainly lyrical will really love because it is an incredibly dense symbolic um you know uh doom mf doom and now we got to get to my man doom because oh, do. this summer mf doom and czarface yeah. put out uh metal face meets uh czarface yeah, yeah i think it was the name of it yeah and it is it's awesome it's yeah. very uh, like um, their two styles mesh perfectly, yeah. um, and they have this really cool thematic thing that they do throughout that, yeah. that's riffing on the like the cartoon characters. Yeah. I think they came um, up with like so their, their shticks independently, but yeah, they work so they, well. They together. meshed them up really Zar- nice. Zarface yeah. is his his shtick is being the bad guy, and yeah. MF Doom based his persona after uh, Victor Von Doom from yeah. Fantastic Four. Yeah, yeah, it's and they awesome. are both very in- just incredible rappers with awesome yeah. flows. Um, and MF Doom has put out some of the best. Uh, rap, one of the best rap albums in a while, Mad Villain. Um, yeah. Mad Villainy. And uh, Vox put out a really popular video where they talked about 
MF Doom's rhyming style and rhyming and rapping over the years and talked about him being like one of the best rhymers of all time currently. Yeah. And they talked about it. Um, they had Open Mike Eagle on talking about it as well. Um, and the music on that album is really nice, like samples, if yeah. you like a lot of sort of like that throwback sound, you know, like turntables in the park sound. It's, yeah. it's really like that. Yeah, it was it was really awesome. And it was it was cool. Uh, the last thing I want to mention, not because it's important, but because I think it's hilarious. Kanye West and Little Pump put out a song called I Love It. You shouldn't listen to it. Uh, you shouldn't <laughs> listen to it because uh, I don't even want to mention where they premiered it. But it is a weird song. And I just wanted to say that it happened because Kanye West and Little Pump... <laughs> made a song together we need to start doing like a top 10 I of cooper's don't five. listen to it yeah it's like i listen to a lot of music i listen to a lot of music all the time that you shouldn't listen to like i i'm saying that because i don't want to take really. responsibility yeah. i don't want to take responsibility for someone being like cooper the trash man ferguson yes he's gonna take it out for you yeah exactly <laughs> listen up i i hear this so you don't have to all right i experience it so the rest of you don't need to um so that's a rundown of this this summer and it's all of it's a Amazing, amazing things. Um, not including. Can I do one more off of oh, the yeah, summer? Sure. Okay, this is not hip hop. This is not rap. Oh. This is folk. Okay. 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 Um, it's Father John Misty came out oh, with an album. Because Misty. because Father John has some like fingers into some of the hip hop world, and, and he's worked with like uh, ASAP Rocky and some of these guys. He but has? yeah, I have not heard that. Yeah. Um, and so he's coming to Knoxville in oh. October. I'm going. Dad, go this ahead. is the shout out. Uh, Y'all get on board. There's a couple tickets left. So oh Father gosh. John Misty in Knoxville. Uh, his last, was it? He had, his, his next to last album, Pure Comedy, was hilarious. Was hilarious. And sarcastic. And really, really depressing, but also but you know very what? funny. He, he was on like the cover of Relevant Magazine he, saying this the, is a, a gospel album. Yeah. I was, um, I was reading that a while ago. Yeah, and re- it was super the good. only Relevant Magazine I actually wanted to read yeah. the cover story from. Wow. It was really, Surprising. it's great. <laughs> it, quick side note, it was hilarious because he started off being like the only person he followed on Twitter was Relevant Magazine, and he spent like a full day bashing relevant on Twitter yeah. mm. and then they got an interview with him. Right. I thought that was great. Uh, so his new album is called God's Favorite Customer. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's great. So yeah. if you're into that scene, check it out. I haven't had to, I haven't had time to listen to that, but that's happening. Um, also, everyone's favorite boy band, Brockhampton, dropped a new album and I think everyone should listen to that. Not you two. Boo. It's fine. Not you two. Yeah, it's not fine. Doing Being, <laughs> not doing you're on the wrong side of history and that's they okay. They kicked a dude out. They did, but they had good reason. Yeah. They had good reason. I can understand that even if it is your favorite member, unfortunately. No longer. No, I'm I'm crossing him off my list. He was the most lyrically interesting person, but in their place, but in his place, they, I think, came together more as a band than a rap group before. And uh, Joba, the resident psychopath, turned out to be double the psychopath, and his verses are animalistic and crazy and wonderful. All right. (laughs) We're going to keep talking about only the summer stuff. What, what? To the to the listener, if you have no idea what we're talking about, we're in the same little boat. So, <laughs> little boat. Shut All right, up. little Shut boat. Up. But um, before we proceed, I I think we need to um, have a vote of sorts that we don't let Cooper choose our albums after this. You know, between Brockhampton, it's not about little trying to boat find albums you like. And it's about getting the your... latest Kamikaze. 
I, I just don't even know, man. It's not about getting I'm albums. Having trust you, issues here. It's not about getting albums you like. It's about albums that are important and are big in the the, the current cultural mindset that that deserve some discussion. Like I I liked Brockhampton, but the point is, is that they released three albums in one year and became one of the best selling artists of this year and became like they went from underground living in a tiny house in L.A. to being on RCA making multiple millions of dollars in recording in London. I thought that was important. Little Boat was an example of just, this is a new school album that was emblematic of a lot of things. You brought this on yourself, E-Karma. Exactly. That's that's the point. This is It's you about new the stuff. Bear. I'm, I'm fine with y'all bringing up stuff. I didn't like Talib. I liked Talib, yes. but it wasn't my, but it wasn't my deal, and that's the point. It's about bringing in new perspectives and new music and things we need to talk about. I didn't want to talk about Kamikaze that much, but that's I knew true. we needed to because Eminem is the most... The, the highest selling artist of the 2000s. Mm. He is the first and second rapper on the list of the greatest selling albums of all time. With, I'm um, just upset that I had to listen to these guys. <laughs> I, I understand the rationale, but man. Okay, so so Nathan gets next pick. Oh. That's what we're saying. Oh. Are we finally going to listen to Coloring Book? Nathan, oh, gets, Nathan gets next Well, hey, Chance pick. is coming out with new stuff. And according to uh, my latest Google search, uh, Kanye is continuing his uh, prolific career with his latest album drop, Yandi. And yes, that is a play on words for Gandhi mm-hmm. and the that Kanye. Is hilarious. It's coming with that Lil is... Wayne oh involved. Uh, so we should probably give up on rap. What do you guys think? No? Okay. Oh no, I'm all for it. <laughs> I am I'm here to the bitter end. It's all at this point, it's not even just hard to listen to, it's just funny. It's it's entered a comedy. It's pure comedy to me. That's how it works. There we go. Um, all right. Misty. So Unless there is anything else uh, from the summer that's of dire importance, there are stuff we didn't touch on, like um, Pusha T's and Drake's beef, which ended horribly for Drake. I'm so sorry. Um, but there are so many things we didn't touch on. But I think what's important is that the biggest the biggest musical event in rap recently was the surprise drop of mm-hmm. Eminem's latest album, Kamikaze, which is a... Very interesting uh, takedown of many, many artists in the in the the scene right now, as well as the critics who did not appreciate his last album dropped late last year, Revival, which is his worst uh, reviewed album um, of all time so far. Like his mm. albums were on an interesting decline for a little bit, but that was the definite bottom point. Most people hated Revival. Yeah, I, th- I don't think Eminem liked Revival. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, feel he, like he did either. He kind of he kind of trolls Revival in Kamikaze, <laughs> a little bit. Didn't he, go you know. viral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was most of the references I heard. Like he makes lyrical references to, to current artists, but most of most of the references I heard were in his flows. Yeah. Like when he said Revival didn't go viral, he said it the exact same way that Kendrick says. Um, what what's the line off of Humble? Um, I can't remember what the line is. Um, but it it's one of his lines off of Humble, which was kind which was a very, very popular song and a popular line. He he rips on the Migos flow by taking it yeah. on. He, some of his flows on this album I can directly say like this is off of this very, very famous song. One of one yeah. of the opening to one of his tracks is just the opening to Bad and Bougie. Mm-hmm. Just with yeah. different words. And I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Eminem is like the ultimate mimic that's one of the cool things that i like about him so like he does his style but that's how he came up through battle rapping right so like in eight mile i mean it depicts like him taking his opponent's flow and 
messing with it and toying with it and mocking it, yeah. but then weaving it into his own. So in that way, he's almost like this this ventriloquist who's got his own voice and then somebody else's voice that he makes comical. So mm. I love. I mean, his like his overt name check disses are yeah. really spot on, but then his like subtle. You know, like um, imitation disses are, are are pretty clever too. So, yeah. yeah. I think was it uh, Joe Budden replied to his uh, to M calling him out uh, on his podcast and said that he he admitted that Eminem is like he called it the best rhymer of words in the game. And I I won't necessarily. We just talked about MF Doom. I think yeah. MF Doom is probably king over tons of other people. And I I bet there's some guy we haven't heard who dropped a mixtape in the middle of Ohio who's probably yeah. better than him. But Ohio? I, I like know. I like Doom way better than Eminem. <laughs> oh, of course. But I got to say Eminem is is the more skilled rhymer. He he is. He I, is. Mean, he, I I think I mean this this album has more just raw language in it than than Doom's last album. So he has more raw language. <coughs> I gotta give him are, that. There are times where his rhymes make me want to crawl up into a ball because and they're so good and you love no, them. they're very bad because some are very okay. <laughs> this is off revival, so it's not a kamikaze. Yeah. this is off revival. He talked about one of his. He is uh, crapping on one of his exes because she um like was it. So, crapping like his new girl because she has what his ex lacks. Oh yeah, yeah. I wanted he, that well, was he, he, so bad. Here's the thing: he likes puns. He's like he's got make, tons of puns. He, it doesn't he, make it good. It just means terrible. that's what he's doing. It's like it, yeah. it's a pun, but then he doesn't treat it like a pun. Like yeah. he says that you know, like in the same tone that other rappers would be like, oh yeah, this is a great bar, and he he says that, and I went, M, yeah, where have you been? Like you, it was. Revival was difficult to get through. Even like Walk on Water. I thought Walk on Water had like a good point to it. It was the opening track and the most popular single mm-hmm. off of it. But it it had like a, a nice point, I guess, to it. But the biggest problem with half of what was going on was his hooks. Like he's yeah. never been good at hooks. Well, that's the thing about this album. Like I had to listen. It wasn't until the fourth time I listened to it where I actually heard the music for the music. Because it's so all about Eminem's voice. And and again, that's like the battle rap thing. Yeah. It's like you just have a beat that you rap over. And in a lot of ways, this album only has maybe two or three songs that feel like if you got rid of the words, there would be anything there. Yeah. And so that's the real downside for me. But that's just a taste thing. It's a preference thing. If you had a really rich set of samples underneath Eminem's flow, it would be too much for your brain to cram in. It just wouldn't work. Um, but yeah, I I agree. I think he's, he's, he's kind of... Uh, Definitely a mixed bag when it comes to some of that. Um, can I do like a quick caveat on Eminem right. before we go on? So like, and this also would hold true for a lot of what we, we review, but for me, there are a lot of hurdles before I can listen to Eminem. So like he, the misogyny, the yeah. domestic violence, his first two the albums, homophobia. Like they were 35% talking about like murdering yeah, his wife. Yeah. I mean, so there's a lot of like hardcore elements in, in this album that are a lot for me to like get over and get past. Yeah. And so for me, it's not like a comeback to it. And, and no. that's also why Eminem never really resonated with me 
and I've never been a fan. Fa- I've never been a stan on M. Um, Good, because stan didn't end very yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so that's kind of part of me, like how I have to like come into this. Now, having said that, like what he does really well from a language standpoint, I really admire and I think is really cool. Um, and the fact that he hates mumble rap, I really like as well. And the fact, <laughs> and the fact that he's a girl. Grou- like we would get along if we met at a party. Yeah, know? well, no, because we wouldn't because he's like irritated at his house and I'm irritated at my house and we're just like these homebodies being grouchy old men together. Like that's <laughs> how Eminem is, is sort of portrayed. Here's Marshall Mathers by, and yeah. Daniel Gleason sitting on the front porch being very mad at yeah. these new school rappers yeah. on, their front, on their front lawn. So I, I like him. I like him on that level. But that's kind of my caveat. I wanted to put that out there because because it's it's a kind of a lot to get yeah. over on that side. Yeah. So caveat summarized: he's not a great person, and what he raps about can be rough. Yeah. Um. And there there are the apologies he can make, which is like it's all a joke. But at some point, even for us who can say like I get it, it's a joke. It's even a little much to get over at that. Yeah, point. Yeah, that's why it's a hurdle. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's a hurdle. Yeah. Yeah. And he he made that point even on his like first two albums where he talked about like yeah, pe- parents want to shut down my music, and I said you know I would kind of get it because there are times where I don't really see you making a joke when you're talking about tying up your wife and then talking to your daughter while she's sitting in the passenger seat and you're going to go throw her into a lake. Yeah. It was uh, it was dark and it was scary. And he actually made something like that um, on on uh, on Kamikaze. I think it was... Uh, I think it was normal. Normal, yeah. yeah. Where yeah. He, he did another one of his, like, story songs about mm-hmm. creeping into someone's house with a knife. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was... I think, well, Normal is the domestic abuse one. Yeah. Where, yeah. She, where mm-hmm. he's... Uh, the yeah. Caller, they already called 911, and he's yeah. got his Louisville Slugger bat yeah. in yeah. his face. And then Framed off of Revival did something of the same thing as well. Yeah. Um, which is an interesting aspect to Eminem, which I think is part of why he was popular, was this how dark and how parents don't like him. I mean... For, for when I was growing up, Eminem was, was, people didn't like him because it was music. People liked him because he was the symbol of rebellion. Right. That you yeah. were cool because you were the ones that you were listening to Eminem and that you could rap some of his, yeah. some of his stuff. Not yeah. that we understood much of the lyrics or anything like that. Yeah. And that's part of why I've never actually liked Eminem. I don't like his style. I don't like his anger. I don't like his negativity. <laughs> um, to me... Rap and hip hop is is something that I think should be more hopeful. That's kind of what Talib in that NPR um, uh, interview talked about. How that's an important aspect of rap is its optimism, is its hopefulness, and that's why I like guys like Chance and Macklemore because yeah. they're 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 seeing some of the darker things, but they're also seeing it more in a trumpet uh, triumphant. Uh, light. And that's why I like Yachty. Because he doesn't <laughs> let the world get him down. Oh, he doesn't man. Let, he doesn't let Budden get him down. Because he's too Xan, Xanaxed out of his gourd. Okay, that is not relevant to our discussion. <laughs> okay, so Nathan, you would have liked Stepping Stones off of off of Kamikaze. That was your track. Correct. I pinned, I pinned you for like Correct. a Correct. Yeah. So there's kind of like a gospel hook to it and a gospel chorus. Yeah. Um, and it is it is kind of like looking up, not looking down. Um, and and he, it's like an apology. It is an apology. And it was like the only redeemable aspect to this album, really. I mean, you see he's like referencing a lot of the guys that he came up with and then he abandoned in a mm-hmm. way. And um, so that's why. And it had a pretty good hook. Yeah, it was much more music. Like there's there's a little bit of a sample feeling to it rather than just like, you know, like a uh, producer programming. I couldn't get the thought. 
Hey, Cooper here. So, uh, problem is our equipment shut down in the middle of recording and no one noticed. So, um, just assume that I was too busy being right and they were busy being less right. It's a pretty good assumption. Okay, back to the program. Start with what you said. So what were some uh, top tracks for you all? Uh, maybe one of your favorites and then one of your... You know the worst one, maybe yeah. the best and the worst. How about one of your least favorite? No, one of the bad ones. <laughs> uh, lucky you, definitely, um, because I don't, I don't know why it's it had production that I can get behind, but it also had a lot more fun in its hook. It also had a lot more fun in its lyrics and some of his delivery, uh, and I. I'm, I'm not including Venom as one of the songs. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna have to re-listen to Nice Guy and Good Guy. I'm, uh, I'm gonna have to re-listen to those, those songs. But like for those. some reason, I felt like, I felt like it was just one of the. One, I don't want to. I don't want to start describing people because I feel like some of them go to the school. Um, <laughs> but people who describe themselves as nice guys, uh, mm. when really they're just the worst people. Um, I felt like these were almost their theme songs. I want to take a little rabbit trail real quick. And when I was listening to this, and I and I heard those the two skits, you know, Paul and. Um, M replies to Paul. And M replies to Paul. M calls Paul, yeah. Uh, M calls Paul. And it seems to me that uh, Eminem's was, he was like, to me it felt like he was putting on, like a big, a big persona. And oh, yeah. And so uh, my question is, is it similar to like a Hemingway, you know-esque where I'm macho man and I'm tough, I beat mm-hmm. women and I I drop 16,000 F-bombs and a phone call mm-hmm. and then describe how I'm going to go after I take this left turn, um, murder this guy. What, what is that? Is that Eminem or is that some sort of persona he's putting on? That was, in the past, it was definitely a persona. But at this point, it's difficult to tell sometimes because I, I can see it both ways. When I first listened to it, I thought, yeah, this is, this is kind of funny. This is, this is him riffing on the idea of him going after people. And then I listened to it again and thought, but it's just as easy to see it as him actually being this mad at something like Hmm. he wouldn't do this but i could almost see it as him just talking about what he wish he could do it's i I don't know what the rules what the uh, law is actually called but there's one of those pop laws called um it says like extremism and parody of extremism will at some point become indistinguishable like flat earth like the flat earth society and people who joke about being flat earthers like the extremism and parody of extremism will become indistinguishable at some point. And it, yeah. I, I feel like M's reached that. I can't I can't say whether or not <laughs> I think he's being honest because it they they would sound the same if he said like, oh, I really feel like I feel exactly this way. Yeah. I don't know if he's still joking or not. He, yeah. I don't know how he could convince me that it's a joke. Right. It's kind of like watching Veep in the Trump era. There's no point, you know, like the yeah. parody. And the reality. Yeah. You know, I haven't seen me, but so. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, here's the other thing about the persona question, which is which is a great one. So some of it is bravado, and some of it is just mm-hmm. to, like, play out this whole character. Um, but him calling people out is not just a joke because he has ruined careers mm-hmm. to the core on that. So, like, um, Budden, Ja Rule... Um, he has come after Gosh. people and he's just like, he was like, if you want to beef with me, not only will I take you down lyrically, but I have so much industry, 
um, cachet that I'll blackball you off of recording labels. I'll make sure you don't play certain venues. I'll tell your fans that they need to stop buying your album. And so he's part of the response, I, the, part of like the laughing off the Eminem disses that some of these new school rappers have had. They are taking it sort of like graciously, like, haha, that's so funny. But they're afraid because like mm. if you really want to beef with him and you get him in the mood, I mean, he will, if he decides to destroy your career, your career's over. And that's real life stuff, not just not just the persona thing. Wow. So that's, that's not, not know that. Yeah, sucks for MGK because he has not had nowhere the same career Emma, uh, Emma's yeah. already had. Nowhere even as popular as the people he already destroyed. MGK yeah. is relatively minuscule, but something else is lit. Like uh, the new school, like the SoundCloud rappers he's making fun of. I don't know if you can destroy their career because I'm positive <laughs> they're fans. Yeah. I'm positive that Takashi Six Nine has been legally, um, he has been convicted of horrible things. That, that isn't just armed robbery. Every rapper at this point was convicted of armed robbery. Almost all of them. But people still love listening to him. So this, I think. These people's fans wouldn't care if it happened, but yeah. you're right. He he is still he destroyed careers, and that's like that's part of what Stepping Stone is, and that's part of what like the point Budden made about Slaughterhouse and how they they never got to a certain point because they felt like M just left them in the dust when they were signed to when they were signed to Shady Records. Yeah. So what was the question? I don't know. Nope. Best and worst. <laughs> Best and worst. Okay. All right, my best is Fall. I really like mm-hmm. that one. Um, it's musically more my taste. Um, it's not as uh, a stripped-down production. Um, and I got to respect a rapper who's going to say that he carries around the Oxford Dictionary in his pocket, mm-hmm. which he does in that. And uh, there it's a little bit of self-parody. Like, it, he's he's mocking himself. Um and he's the only rapper I have ever heard use the word amoxicillin in a rap, and it yeah. makes sense. Well, and here's the thing: like he's he's saying, "You think I'm carrying around an Oxford dictionary in my pocket?" That's not just kind of like joking about his nerdiness. He, he is in the Oxford English Dictionary for inventing the word "stan," so that's like in yeah. the OED now. So he's, all, he's wow. also had yeah. like he has sat down and read dictionaries to get better words. Yeah. Like, yeah, sometimes, that's, that's he's, pretty amazing. sometimes he's not as insane as, like, Aesop Rock when it comes to using stupid giant words. Yeah. But he has, he is, in the mainstream, the person who is known for having a, the, the, the larger vocabulary or the ability to use more yeah. words in one and song. he also likes grammar. So there's, like, a dictionary thing, and then there's a grammar joke in Not Alike. He says, y'all into stuff like doubled-up styrofoam cups on them uppers and downers. I'm into stuff like double and commas. So, like, you know, these long clauses and phrases that need punctuation. Um, so Fall was probably my favorite. And he also does a lot of just, like, trashing the Migo style in that one. Um, he said, here's, here's a little bar he's got. These rappers are like Hunger Games. One minute they're mocking okay. Jay. Next minute they get their style from Migos or they copy Drake. Maybe I just don't know when to uh, turn around and walk away. But all the hate, I call it walk on Watergate. So that's back to his revival. That is one of those lines that I thought, oh my gosh. It's corny. No, you didn't like that. Bad. <laughs> okay. And then the next one is see, this is like, this is a great generation gap. Like what I, like, I'm the old man listening to the old man. Um, I got no faith in your writers. I don't believe in ghosts. Yeah. When rap needed it most, I was the bird, I was that uh, wing. 
and a prayer, a beacon of hope, uh, put a B-I-R-D in the air. So, I mean, like some of those like intricate little playful things that come off as like maybe corny to a new school listener for me, he talks I really about his, like. He talks so. about his middle finger more than I think anyone else. Oh, that's his trademark. Like yeah, plenty of people talk about yeah, like that's a tire, plenty man. of people yeah. talk about like their bodily appendages and whatever. Yeah. I got a chain. I got a, yeah. I got a watch. And he's like, I have a, my middle finger does yeah. so many things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my least favorite was um, probably the greatest, even though there's a, a really great line in it. Um, I didn't like the hook. I thought it was really annoying and it got stuck in my head. Let's take mm. a quick pause because I'm trying to remember the hook. Yeah. Whoop! There it is. <laughs> Greatest in the world. Greatest in the world. That's a that bad got stuck hook, in my head. Very funny so to me. I didn't. Uh, I didn't like that one. That's one of the things. It so feels like he's ripping off like new school, um, like like the the new school styles of things. Like, yeah. Plenty of other hooks that I've heard, like they're they're repetitious in his own songs and early things, but this still sounds. I don't know if it's him trying to adopt new ways of doing just because it is what he he feels yeah. like is happening in rap, or if he's doing it as a joke, or if he's being a hypocrite somehow. It's it's I so confusing. This is, is a complicated album. Yeah. Okay, Nathan, what are your favorite and least favorite? All right, well, you called me out on the, my favorite, which was Stepping Stone. I figured mm. that one was. So that was the only one that I was like, it came on, and I was like, oh hey. I don't hate this. <laughs> I, I kind of enjoy this. Yeah. I, I liked I liked its rhythm. I liked its beat. It was more my style. And I thought it was the most substantial one. Thematically. He yeah, yeah. He references old friends. He references one of his older friends that got shot in 2006. And he's like, you can tell there's something more to that song than a lot of the other, the other ones. Um, but I, can I just have the rest of the songs? That would be my <laughs> least favorite. Um, I just, I couldn't. I didn't like some of his his rib, you know, his, his ripping off people. I, I I thought it was, you know, your ventriloquist remark earlier made me like appreciate it a little more that he's able to take these guys and reconfigure them to his own whims, mm-hmm. um, which I think is in some ways impressive, but also it's annoying. Going back to my kind of somewhat Christian, you know, fundamentalist ripping off people and yeah. creating, trying to create their own culture. When my approach to this was just. You know, he says, uh, if you're going to critique me, you better be as good as me or better. To me, if he wants to, you know, change the rap game to what it should be, change the rap game to what it should be and be better. Yeah. Don't don't start ripping off people and yeah. yell at clouds and yeah. yell if at you, these SoundCloud rappers. If you keep stooping down like that, they're going to be as good as you. He seems to be going down to the same level on that. Yeah. I mean, being hypocritical, as we already talked yeah. about. Take I mean. the high road, man. And some of his politically incorrect <laughs> language, holy cow, I mean... <laughs> He's that's referencing just, like shootings. That's just he's ever referencing ever. He is always. I know, been and that's why I don't horrible. like him. Yeah. Okay, so on the politically incorrect side, like the stuff that is really, really abrasive, just like hateful about humanity and and like large groups of human beings, pretty disgusting. Um, have but, y'all have y'all heard much of Hobson? No, Hobson is like yeah. Eminem if he was even less self aware. Wow. Like when wow. it comes to. Um, just being a misanthrope. When it comes to being yeah, a misanthrope, yeah. <laughs> when it comes to being a misanthrope, yeah. he, I, I thought Hobson was the worst because he's always like, people are all stupid. And then, like in the past, yes, M talks about everyone being a moron. In this one, it feels like he, he's saying like, I'm the only one who's right anymore. Yeah. So I, th- the political incorrect thing, but then. 
there's also like the politically engaged side yeah. that's really interesting. So um, he doesn't just diss rappers like he the 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 BET cipher was dissing President Trump. Yes. And then he comes back to that in the ringer and he says he's too scared to answer me with words because he knows that I will that he will lyrically get murdered. But I know at least he's heard it because Agent Orange just sent the Secret Service to meet me in person to see if I really think of hurting him or ask if I'm linked to terrorists. I said only when it comes to ink and lyricists. So in that way, like I have to say he's not playing a game like that's real life. So, I mean, if, yeah, that's, if you're putting yourself out there to the Secret Service to come knock on your door, like, that is not a persona. Like, that's interesting. The stakes yeah. go up a whole lot higher yeah. when you do that kind of thing. And so that's where, like, I, I, I doubt his sincerity on a lot of the, the more, like, over-the-top stuff. But when this real-life kind of thing happens, I'm like, okay— there is something underneath it all that is real. So he, he blurs the line a lot. And I think somewhere else on the album, he actually talks about how bad that cypher was. As yeah, well. and it wasn't very good. It, was re- it no. wasn't even... Coffee pot to like come up with a plot. I know. It sounds like something I would say. Yeah, yeah. And he actually like, he, he, he says that in this album. Yeah, he's like, it wasn't good. But. He does seem to be a little repetitive though. I mean, you just said that line. I didn't, I didn't even notice it, but... I mean, he says in fall, I wrote every single word um, I ever murdered. I mean, he he said he does. He has said like I X murdered like four or five times. And he he has the same old cliches where I talked about, like the middle finger and then yeah. mouthful of flesh and all that nonsense. I mean, <laughs> yeah. he seems to be oh. pretty. Um, oh gosh. Hard to stomach. Yeah. Pretty. Uh, I don't know. He's one of the only rappers who's still around from the era, era where just, like, homophobia was not just accepted. Yeah, it was expected. Bad. Like, DMX, that was—what's was, yeah. what's his, what's his, his most popular song, Where the Hood At? His most popular song, his first verse is entirely just talking about gay people. Yeah. And, and way back when, um, M talked to—like, it was, it was about the same thing. So I feel like M is still stepping into—not just the game is different for him, but the political situation of the world— is just not what he mm-hmm. was last actually popular in. So he's. But this is like going to be a popular readjust. album. This is going to. This is. Oh, like it's a, already. It's, it's already the. It's huge. Josh Groban. So in that way, like and that's the only thing that's been more popular recently. Like so, he, say Josh Groban. Josh Groban dropped an album, and that was more popular than Kamikaze. Can you even that was say the last that Josh Groban dropped an album? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, it happened. Yeah. Kamikaze dropped, yeah. and it was the biggest thing. It was number yeah. one for a while. So like Josh Groban happened, I guess. And then Brockhampton happened, and they're almost there. I'm sorry. I'm just like, like it or not. And, and this is back to Cooper's like, why we're even looking at it. It did change the game. Like it's yep. only three or four weeks old and it, it changed the landscape. So like the era of new school and mumble and Migos before Kamikaze and then after Kamikaze, like huh. it's, it's, it's a dividing line. So we're going, it's, it is going to so be like something we remember. BK, AK, before Kamikaze, after and I, yeah, Kamikaze. Yeah. B, wow. BK has its own, um, BK, yeah, Brooklyn. BK has its own, uh, context when it comes to Brian already. Brian King. So. Oh, okay. Nice. Brian. I was thinking Brooklyn, BK. No. No. BK, BK cool. has its own, uh, Brian what specific context. What about you, Cooper? Context. What's, uh. Best and worst. I already, I, I went through, was it, I said lucky oh, you, yeah, and right. oh my gosh, um, it was either nice guy or good guy, which just sounded really, really pathetic in the end. I couldn't, yeah. um, couldn't Or I honestly would say Stepping Stone 
only because it sounds so different from everything else. Not because like I think it's a bad song. It's just it's a it's a different point. Like everything before that feels a certain way. Then it hits stepping stone, and I'm like, this is a it jars me because it's it's so different from what everything else sounds like. Um, a purely aesthetic reason. That's the only reason. Another redeemable aspect of this of this album was how he. He kind of stuck close to some of his guys. Like he he references Tech Nine. He references Lamar. Uh, I love Tech. He references Jay. Like, bro, you can't diss Jay. No. Like, this Jay is the guy. And so, I, I that was one aspect that I kind of liked. Yeah. Um, In the Ringer, where he name checks MGK, Iggy Azalea, Lil Pump, Lil Xan. And actually, he doesn't make fun of Lil Wayne. He's saying that everybody else is imitating Lil yeah. Wayne in that. So it was like. Uh, Lil Wayne is the original and you guys are the knockoff, which I think is a kind of a nice and valid point. It's like, okay, if you're into this mumble rap thing, that's cool. But if you just keep ripping off the same dudes, anyhow. So we have all of those. I think I feel like Lil Xan is the closest ripoff of Lil yeah. Wayne. So yeah. So in that lot that that little verse ends with and uh and rumor is I'm hungry, I'm sure you heard bumblings. I heard you want to rumble like an empty stomach. I heard you're mumbling, but it's jumbled in mumbo jumbo. Oh, man. So after the diss, then now, he says, Now I'm hungry. <laughs> and dump on you if you ain't Joyner, if you ain't Kendrick or Cole or Sean, then you're a goner. Yeah. And so that's where he's like, here are my guys. Sean Mendes? <laughs> or is he talking about Big Sean? I Probably really Big need Sean. him to not well, talk about Big Sean. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I, don't know who, I don't know who he's referring to as Sean. but There's so many Seans. Joyner, Kendrick, and Cole are pretty obvious. Yeah. And so he he's not just saying... There's nobody in the game. He's saying, here's this category of whackness that I'm not into yeah. versus this category of real ones who I'm yeah. willing to put on my album with me. I wonder if he would put Kanye on that list. I don't know. At this point, uh, probably not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Kanye is changing. Kanye is changing. Kanye. Kanye is changing, <laughs> except I think he's, he may not, you may not think he's better, but you have to say he is changing in a he is changing in a better way, at least. He he is changing in a way that fits the new school rather than is being hypocritical about the new school. Mm. Like he he may not be getting better as a musician, but yeah. he is adopting newer artists because it's obvious this is the way things are moving. And he's he's always been like that. He has always been adopting the new ideas and working with them. But yeah, so that is that is the the our favorite and least favorite tracks off Kamikaze. Those are our in-depth thoughts. Those are our Wow, we, we said a lot on this. Do we have any final thoughts? Well, Anything we got to really end on? Yeah, we got a grade. We got to do grade. Yeah. We do one out of ten. Or we, we do one do, out of ten um, or something. I don't know. Yeah. I'll give it a smiley face or whatever. <laughs> All right, who wants to go first? I can go. Um, I give it a seven. What? Mm. I give it a seven. Yeah. All right. So I think musically it underperforms. Um, lyrically... It uh, it really shines for uh, on like a, a intricate, interesting, dense listen for me, which is what I like. Um, but then uh, content wise, it does get a little bit repetitive and a little over the top. Um, but I give it a seven because I wanted to listen to it uh, more than once. I heard it and I was like, let me hear it again. Let me hear it again. Let me hear it again. And now I'm good. Um, so I probably won't come back to it, but yes. um, it's it doesn't really have that long of a shelf life. No, but I love and also the reason like I'm a little bit more more inclined to give it a higher score is because I like him taking down the oh, mumble man. I'm the old guy. You know uh, this. Know. You know that's why I'm going to like it. I knew it. It's out there. You know, it's it was, no secret. It's no secret. I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> All right. 
All right. Um, I'm gonna give this. Uh, I'm gonna give this a four. Mm. I I did not enjoy it, and that that's a big part of my grade. Honestly, is my my preference, which is pretty bad, pretty biased, I suppose. But I mean, overall, between just his offensiveness, I mean, I know yeah. that's Eminem, but come it's on, a, it's bro. A this lot, is 2018. But like, but mumble rappers aren't playing that game. I yeah. mean, come on. Like they they stick to talking about drugs and, and drugs sex and, and like violence sometimes, but then there's a like. Even they. They're so incoherent. Care. Who would know what they're talking about? You know what? That's that, a point. That's a point. You know what? We could <laughs> look not, back and we could hear some like we could hear like, some neo-Nazi jargon in yeah, the middle of one like, of those songs, and we would totally saying? not know. Like you don't know what they're saying. He's a uh, oh again old man yelling at clouds. The one one song, Stepping Stone, was the only thing that got it a four. And uh, for me, this is uh, taking your trash out for you. So hey. all right. Um, I don't know. I don't know. You like it. You want to like it. I want to like it, of course. I I want every album I listen to to be the best album ever. That would make my life easy. <laughs> everything being bad or everything being good, I'd always pick everything being good. I would, like, if the next Taylor Swift album came out, I want it to be the best album ever because I don't want to have to listen to something that's garbage. <laughs> I'd appreciate everything being great. But this, unfortunately, M, M touched down. He, he crash landed. He crash landed. He he landed. We can say he touched ground, but he did not do it pretty. He did not. He was not graceful. He hit the ground running and then ran into a tree. And oh my gosh, I have to give it somewhere between a four and a five. I mm -hmm. want to give it a five because half the songs I can enjoy. Half the songs I can like. Like the ringer was okay. Greatest was okay. Lucky you was actually good. Um, Kamikaze was okay. Nice guy, good guy. Bleh. Now, if Venom was included in that actual track list, I'd give it like a two because <laughs> that is the like this album feels like it's an artist statement, but Venom kills that idea. Yeah, it's corporate. It's, it's corporate the corny. most corporate. Yeah. It feels like someone said, "Hey, M, you need to make a diss album." Um, yeah. But I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with a five in an effort just to be a little more charitable. I'm probably going to listen to Lucky You. I'm probably going to listen to the album again a few times and mm. save save the songs I enjoy. Just forget about the rest of them. I, I feel just like it's deleted getting... the playlist, so. Cool. <laughs> I feel like it's getting great reviews, though. Like, I feel like it's very hard for people to hate on this album. Yeah. It's very interesting. The reviews, I was reading some of them. Some of them say um, that... Uh, his career has become an exhausting feedback loop, and Kamikaze flies straight into that downward spiral. Oh wow, that's not positive. And that's Pitchfork. Oh, okay. and they gave him a five. And yeah. uh, dang, Rolling Stone. A, pitchfork's a pitchfork. Did, 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 did Rolling Stone five? Say that? And they were really? negative. But other why people, am I thinking that they're getting of, good reviews? Out of five for that's that's like it's two point five out of five. Oh, okay. for, so it's, for yeah. Stone. It's two point five out of five. And, okay. and, yeah. and they they hit it hard again. Um, Call it a boot camp of naughty, joyless, lumbering ragers aimed at largely, uh, largely a rap game that's passing him by. Oh. And then later talks about his irrelevancy and oh. how he's, he's, and it's very interesting. But then you you read other reviews like Metacritic has has a higher, um, you know, again that's just overall. Yeah. So it does have some good reception. Okay, some I thought it was receiving pretty good reviews. Taking it down. I, I listened to I saw the reviews for Revival and one out of many of them gave it like a nine out of ten and I was thinking who are you. What album did you listen huh. to? Were were you just in a bad place when you were listening yeah. to this? But I, you know, we can't account for the taste of others, but we can we can look at the general perspective of what people are giving it. And I feel like because he's taking a shot at a bunch of critics. If if your occupation is being a critic, I can understand you taking it <laughs> yeah. a little harder and being like, 
yeah, well, screw you too. I don't like you either. So yeah. here, here's a bad. I don't think they're giving it arbitrarily, but I, I do think yeah. they feel that way. But it's it's a. I was having trouble coming up with my own opinions because I thought I really when I was listening to it, I thought this is actually pretty good. And then I listened to the lyrics a little bit more and said, but I can't enjoy this because hmm. what you are saying just sounds so immature in ways. Hmm. Come on, man, get it together now. Ah. <laughs> uh, and then it made me think of all the songs he put out that I really hated in hmm. the past. Um, so here, here's how here's how bad a read I had on this one. I was like, you know what? I think this is finally going to be an album that all three of us actually kind of like. I don't think any of us oh, are going to get. I don't think any of us are going so to get like, to that point. Nathan's going to like the you know the, the Stepping Stones. Cooper's going to like it sort of, it's got some new school beats and it. it's got Joiner. I'm going to like the grouchiness of it and the flow. <laughs> you know. Like you're an old head, but you're yeah. a grouchy old head. <laughs> so, anyway, Anything that talks bad just... about Zan is what I'm on, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. That's my, that's my Dr. That's my, that's my Dr. Gleason impression. Nice. Can somebody make a joke about how Eminem should take some Xanax or should we? Uh, well, that was the thing, like his like his whole like battle with sobriety down. thing. So, oh. like, that was well, that was what um, MGK had in his diss. He was like, "We get it, you're sober and bored now." Oh, uh, was wow! One, one Man, of we one could of write a better disses, MGK uh, diss than this. We could yeah. better, we could write a better diss on M than, yeah. than MGK. So what's what's next? Okay, so wow, uh, there are lots of. I don't want to have to go over everything in the summer, of course. Though there are things I wish we could have gone over. Um, Lupe just dropped a new album. Gotta Lupe say that. Did. I don't know what it's gonna be like. I can't it's been a minute. I feel like Nathan is due. Nathan is Nathan gets to choose something fun. Ah, uh, we'll see. He we hasn't gotten see. to choose anything yet. Hey, I got. We I still didn't listen to Chance. We told him. We oh, you got Gemini. But, you got you Gemini. know, that was just a. You know, uh, a real quick story. When someone said Mac Miller died, I heard Macklemore. Oh no! And I was, my heart dropped mm. for about five seconds. I was freaking out. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, "No, no, no, Mac Miller." And I was like. Oh, okay. oh, thank God. Someone else died. Someone, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, you know. <laughs> Still, it de- was important. Oh, it was great. It was one of Mac Miller's first popular songs was Donald Trump, and I, I just wanted to remember that yeah. and be like, wow, way back when, Donald Trump was everyone's references, and oh, now yes. they are in a completely different way. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so yeah, you are correct. Nathan does 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 deserve this next pick. And we did tell him we were going to listen to Chance, and then he couldn't make it to the, to the mm. last episode, and we didn't talk about Chance. Also well, Chance has got some new stuff coming out pretty soon here. Um, he released 65th and Ingleside um, and Workout and I Might Need Security. It was like a little LP of his. Um, is that correct? Cool, LP? Cool. Yep. And, uh, e- uh, EP. EP? Okay. LP stands for Long Player back in the old days of vinyl. Yeah. So ah, EP is I'm extended. Yeah. EP then, yeah. It was 65th and Ingleside was a great song, but... I don't know. We'll have to see. I mean, do you guys have any suggestions off the top of your head? I have ideas for down the road because I would love to, like, I don't want to find things to annoy you guys, but <laughs> there, there are, are, are things. Sure about that? There are things I have that aren't new school, but they are experimental in mm. nature. And experimental rap is a whole field that I feel like you might not like, but you may appreciate in terms of what it does uh, as as like a piece of art. Yeah, not just like new entertainment as a piece of art. I, I enjoyed that. But that's something like farther down the road. There are people like Death Grips. Death Grips actually dropped an album this summer. Um, people like Clipping with Davi Diggs, who is in Hamilton. And I will always be able to pull that up and feel proud that I knew nice. who he was. But I I haven't listened to Chance, and I know I have to. And not not just for the review. Yeah. I need to listen to Chance because I never did. The only Literally the only place I ever heard Chance was 
uh, No Problem, the song, mm. which is amazing. <laughs> so we, we need to do Chance next time just like as a general category. As a general. We'll just do like a, yeah. a, a Chance, chance discography. He has, he has, his, uh, he has um, was it Acid Rap, Coloring Book, and then uh, whatever, the, the, the EP he dropped. Okay. And for our show intro, we can get a recording of of uh, Cooper singing "Take a Chance, Take a Chance, Take a Chance." Take a oh chance. my gosh! I forgot I did oh, that. Yeah. I forgot I did that. <laughs> oh wow! That's a nice memory to yeah. to have right now. Yeah. You know what we were talking about a little while ago? I was sitting at a table full of a bunch of other people, and we were reflecting on the epic rap battle of Brian College that was released like six years ago. Oh yeah, Clark um, Rose versus you Michael. You may Palmer. not know about this. Oh, I've seen it. Oh, you've seen it. Good. Yeah. I am glad it's made its rounds. Um, it is so bad. It is Turner Olson in the house. It is uh, <laughs> and and Chris May voicing both of them yeah. was uh, man. I hope Chris is doing well. Yeah, um, it was good stuff. But I we were thinking about it and we were pondering we're ready for like a new one. who who's who should do the next ones. And I was throwing around ideas like one of my ideas was like the comm department versus the business department. And then I'm like about. Dr. Young's versus Dr. Gleason, like the two new PhDs in the house. And one of them was just like, can you get Dr. Gleason to freestyle on the radio? And then I thought, you know what? That would be really embarrassing. I can't, I can't freestyle, but I've got bars. He's got I've bars. got bars. Oh. I can spit a 16er. They're in wow. my back pocket I don't know somewhere. what any of these words mean. <laughs> um, Dr. Gleason can rap for 16 bars worth of uh, words and syllables. <laughs> and I am assuming that they're going to be very poetic in nature. He's going to be breaking down some uh, deep references, mm-hmm. I guess. Yep. Bring up some Tobias Wolf, I assume. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, my. that's what it's all about. That's what it's, yeah, that's that, what it's was all, that your all dis- about. Was that your dissertation defense? Yeah, my dissertation. Dis- 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah my, my defense was they were like, we're ready for your opening statement. And I was wearing, like, my goat T-shirt. <laughs> and then I just, you know, riffed off a mad flow about Tobias <laughs> Wolf, hypermasculinity, and trauma. And in the end, you had, like— and, and I dropped the mic, boom, at the end. And then they just signed the paper and were like, we love you. Yeah. The, the winner yeah. of today's dissertation battle. Yep. That was accurate it, description. It's the new 8 Mile, except it's a—I uh, don't know. I don't know what we'd call it. Uh, they're apparently making something outdoors, so I don't know if we can pick that up, but um, we're going to call that an end, I guess. Uh, we have our idea. We know what we're going to be doing next time, and... You got to say the line. I know. It's just so corny. You got to say the I line. I regret I wrote it, but you know what? <laughs> It's a Wrap is a production of WJBC The Roar. Any opinions expressed are those of the individuals. If you'd like to find more, you can find us on iTunes and Spotify, or find us at wjbctheroar.podbean.com, and email us at wjbcradio at brian.edu. Music was provided by The Passion Hi-Fi. Visit them at thepassionhi-fi.com.